Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Heart Factor. It is Thursday, July 11th, and make sure to go grab your Slurpee today because today is 7-Eleven. Ooh, I live right next to a 7-Eleven. Heart Factor, Mark, oh, and I've been here. rocking Slurpees since 13 years old. One of our favorite pastimes oh, before, together. Before that, but together since Together. Years. We love it together. Slurpees are an American pastime. Everybody embrace it. Hope you have fun. Okay, top stories. Pat is going to tell us all about the Trump social media. Look, guys, they got the who's who. Well, they got people coming to the White House today for the social media summit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you all about it. Some of the best and brightest from some people from across the Internet. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Mark is going to tell us about the Jeffrey Epstein fallout. This time, it's the Secretary of Labor, Alex Acosta, in trouble. Yeah, I can't get away from this Epstein story, and I don't know if I want to at this point. No, you're, you're, you're hooked? You're glued? I'm in. You're in. Really? You're into it? All right. Uh, and then I'll take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, right, Pat. Bye. Huge day at the White House today. Huge. Why? Social Media Summit. That's right. Donald has summoned media personalities from across the Internet to the White House today for this summit. Uh, I guess we just missed, missed the invite. No, we didn't get it. I don't know what oh. happened. Next year. It was lost in the mail. Probably lost in the mail. It was, uh, the White House yeah. has been mum on exactly who is on the invite list, but as social media personalities do, many who have been invited have started a humble brag on the internet about how honored slash excited they are to be attending the summit where they'll undoubtedly be served fast food for lunch because, well, that's how our billionaire president rolls. Hey, I got no problems with that. He set the precedent yeah. and I like it. Like, just keep going with the fast food. Yeah. Also, these people are bloggers. They deserve McDonald's. Not all of them are bloggers, but some are. And But I would Everyone of... start your day with a 7-Eleven Slurpee and then go get some McDonald's. That's true. Yeah. It's very American. At, I mean, that's what 7-Eleven America is all about. All right, guys. So enough guests have been loose-lipped <laughs> for observers to pick up that the summit won't so much be a social media summit, but more of a right-wing social media summit. I don't believe that. No, it's true. Okay. Yeah, the guest list is drawing some heavy criticism. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys know some of the... Who some of the higher profile attendees are? You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. We got mm-hmm. Bill Mitchell, who's the host of Your Voice America, and he regularly promotes the batshit crazy QAnon conspiracy on Twitter. Then we got Carpe Donctum, mm. an internet troll whose skillful meme work has, atten- has drawn attention from uh, media tire fire Infowars. He won a meme contest over there. Not gonna lie to you, I would like to check out some of Carpe's better memes. You think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If- 
Yeah, this is also now I'm really kind of upset we didn't get invited because I thought that we, we would be like, this is kind of up our alley. I bet there's a lot of Pepe the Frog t-shirts oh. running around oh, this place. Oh, and everyone's going to be writing their text and everything in the SpongeBob, like capital letter, lowercase letter, capital letter, whatever the fuck. Mark's seen some, <laughs> he's so seen some memes recently. I would swap some memes with Carpe. Also in attendance will be Ali Alexander, a quote, activist who laid down this gem of a tweet about Kamala Harris after the last debate. You guys ready? Kamala Harris is not an American black. She is half Indian and half Jamaican. I'm so sick of people robbing American blacks, like myself, of our history. It's disgusting. Now using it for debate time? These are my people, not her people. Friggin' disgusting. Interesting. Uh, that's, a, that's intense. It's an intense. intense take. Ali looks a little mixed, and we did mention that Kamala's mixed and she should lean into her Indian heritage, but that's just a bad take. What is an American black? Uh, yeah, rounding yeah, up, I don't know. I don't uh, know. it's a black person living right, in America, exactly. which I think Kam- Kam- Kamala uh, Harris you know. kind of qualifies. Sure. Rounding out the herd is James O'Keefe, whose organization Project Veritas tried to sell a fake story to the Washington Post earlier this year uh, about Roy Marr impregnating a 15-year-old girl and then demanding an abortion. That was fake? It was fake story. I mean, yes, he probably banged 15-year-old girls. We know that. But this particular story, this woman who claimed that Roy Moore impregnated her and then demanded the abortion, he just sug- did not happen. He just suggested it. He didn't yeah, demand yeah. it. But they're selling fake stories to the kidding. Post. Yeah. By allegedly. Yeah, Did he use the he word like allegedly? Because that kind of clears uh, you. Noticeably absent from the White House's official social media summit is any representative from any social media platform whatsoever. So he wouldn't. Yeah, but hold on. All these people have social media accounts. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're on some social platforms. That's true. Then technically, any any McDonald's you go to is I'm a sorry, Logan, social media. I'm sorry, summit. your hero Logan Paul didn't get the invite. But fuck Logan Paul. <laughs> Fucking go to the go to the Japanese <laughs> suicide forest and be like, check out this dead body. Yeah. Look, uh, you guys tell me, but it seems that this is more like Trump is bringing crackpot internet personalities who have the ability to activate the conservative base and less of a summit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like yeah. it, but you know, are you, like, crowd, right? dude, are you kidding? Like. This is the recipe Trump has cooked up. He's so down for embracing the fringe. And he knows that old school Republicans will act like they're not going to vote for him. And then when they get in the booth, vote for him anyways. He has got the recipe down. That's why he's he hard knows. To beat. So it's, it's a summit really for social media described as a it's going to be more of like a coach's speech, like a pep speech. It's going to be a big day for Trump. Right. This is this is the fringe, yeah, rally. fringe rally. Yeah. When pressed on how attendees yeah. were selected and what the hell they'll actually be doing, White House spokesperson Judd Deere said, quote, after receiving thousands of responses, uh, Judd Deere probably talks like this. After receiving thousands of responses, the president wants to engage directly with these digital leaders in discussions on power, on the power of social media. Yeah, we got a couple fun sessions planned out. We got how to type in SpongeBob t- font, and we got <laughs> yeah, different types of Pepe the Frog. Uh, the shades, shades of Pepe. Of Pepe. The, the pre- this Pepe means this type of racism. The precursor to this event was the launch of a quote internet tool by the White House back in May for people to re- report instances of perceived social media bias. So essentially, a web portal for people to cry into because Twitter banned them after their ninth swastika picture. Yeah, that's oh, that's not too many, but. The Twitter army does tend to just like just destroy people a little too early. Yeah, we've all we've been zucked. Yeah. We've been. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I've been I've been definitely 
uh, handled by the social media uh, powers that be. But, I remember I mean, that. I sent, I sent you to, flowers. To create a safe space. You know, I mean, give me yeah. a break. So genius political strategist, this will shed a little bit, uh, a little bit of light on my, what might be going on. Genius political strategist and nocturnal animal Steve Bannon told CNN last year that social media bias against the right will be a marquee issue during the upcoming election. Quote, I think this time the 2020 or by the time the 2020 election comes along, this will be a burning issue. I think this will be one of the biggest domestic issues. And Bannon usually knows his shit so it sounds like probably the right is going to use this as a fire up issue saying we're getting banned we're getting their bias against us oh they've already been doing he does seem to have his finger on the a a glass of scotch and the pulse yeah and his uh, right yeah steve bannon is like if yoda was on the dark side (laughs) and had a horrible scotch (laughs) addiction he is like exactly what he is he's like drunk yoda drunk evil yoda (laughs) right (laughs) let's take it to the internet real quick so bill mitchell the host of Your Voice America, who's going to be at the uh, at the summit today, said, uh, right, Megan Rapinoe. Jesus Christ. Megan Rapinoe. Come oh, on. damn it. Rapinoe. I can't get Come it. on. Megan Rapinoe is the arrogant, smirking embodiment of the anti-America fever, which has consumed the America left. Yeah. I mean, come oh, on. Boy, come on. She's a she's like one of the most American people. Yeah, so, okay, she's the captain of the U.S. national women's team that just won the World Cup for the second time, and he's going to have egg on his face when I read her quote from the victory period yeah. today later in the news. She won the thing. golden ball and the golden boot. All right, I got another Epstein update for you. Oh, hell yeah. This story is going to be coming at you often because it's the biggest story since those Thai kids uh, who got fucked by Mother Nature got stuck in a cave, except it's billion- it's a billionaire fucking kids in a mansion with his billionaire and millionaire buddies. Yeah, in which he nicknamed that mansion The Cave. Exactly. The th- uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the thing about having powerful people partake in your He's sex just hanging upside down like a bat yeah. when they walk in. Welcome to the cave. The thing about having powerful <laughs> people partake in your sex pyramid scheme of underage traffic girls. Multi level marketing, Mark. You look, I didn't like it in the walkthrough. I don't like it now. It's a sex pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh, is that if you're? Ev- I do like pyramid scheme over yeah, multi level bad connotations. It is. Uh, is well, stop but it is what it is. <laughs> is that? If you're ever in trouble or need a favor, you can call it in or blackmail them. And that seems to be what happened in 2008 when Epstein was facing 50 years on 30 counts of statutory rape and pimping. And then the Miami prosecutor turned that into a plea deal of 18 months and a state charge instead of a federal charge. Seems like 50 years down 18 months. It's a bit of a plea. Pretty good. Yeah, it seems like they got to have a more legal term for, for the crime of pimping than pimping, right? No. It wasn't uh, the technical term. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Okay. That prosecutor, if you haven't tuned into the show this week or read a single news article, is current cabinet member, Secretary of Labor Alex Acosta. What an asshole that guy is. It's pretty incredible that he has not been fired or resigned yet, and it's certainly not, not for a lack of public outcry. So on Wednesday, what does Alex Acosta do? Hey, guys, he finally took to the air to wait for it. He resigned. No. No, he defended himself like the blackface loving governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, and dug in, said, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Will. I'm just saying, like, I, Acosta, you knew he was going to defend himself because, like, to be fair, you look at Acosta, he needed Epstein's help to get laid. So, like, you're, you're, so you're accusing him of maybe dipping it in some, some girls, too. This was important to oh, is this You're talking about shooting rope, right? My, my opinion is that he was told by by powerful people that he had to do what he had to do. But he went on and said, facts are important and facts are being overlooked. 
Uh, yeah, like the facts that hundreds of lives are permanently ruined by a monster and the fact that someone more powerful than you told you to give that monster a sweetheart deal. You Ross Perot merged with Ted Cruz looking motherfucker. Rest in peace, Ross Perot. Ross Perot, because like right. Will said, I mean, look sure. at this guy. He is disgusting. He kind of looks like it's some toxic All Avenger saying, thrown in yeah. there, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. All I'm saying is just like toss in a, a little side package. Hey, Alex, you'll get laid for the first time in 10 years. Add that into that package and then just take there a you pick go. A sh- take a look at a picture of Alex Costa. He looks like there was no age where he was cute. Yeah, he looks you like. You know a- what I mean? Like, that's how ugly this guy is. Like, he never had a good year. There's not a good yearbook pick. <laughs> he looks like there, a. Well, he, didn't, he didn't, like, get into a zone in college. Yeah, he's like a he man. He was always very ugly. Who was, like, mixed with a dog no yeah. one wants to adopt. Right. And Epstein, you know, had the, had the goods. Uh, Acosta gave no indication on Wednesday of an intention to resign as labor secretary. And he described his relationship with the president as outstanding. You know, like he's like defending himself like, I'm not going to leave. And I'm, I got a great uh, relationship with my boss. On Tuesday, Trump defended Acosta the day before and said uh, the plea deal happened many years ago. What I do know is that he's been a really, really great secretary of labor. That ugly fuck. I added that last part. The rest of it we will have to look at. Uh, yeah, you might want to have someone look at the rest of it, Donald. Which brings me to the second new development in the Epstein saga. A report came out uh, yesterday that was covered by some very major publications that Donald Trump had a party at Mar-a-Lago where the attendees were 28 women, him, and one other man. Hmm. Now, on paper, that sounds like a party single me would skip Thanksgiving dinner with my family to go to. Uh, it just sounds incredible, right? Like, that's like Playboy Mansion at its best party. That's like the best party of the year. Oh, the yeah. Pro- the, the grotto. Only, the only yeah. way like, any of right. us are getting any, any party like that is if we're pretending to be gay. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not, I'm, not I've getting, already accepted that. that I'm not, not going to get into that kind yeah, of party. Not ever. Just not going to be a waiter. You could be a waiter there. There's not even. There's no, <laughs> yeah, al- yeah, there's no uh, service like, staff. alternate universe where we get into that party. We don't know anyone that can get into that party. Uh, but the problem is the other man that attended was Jeffrey Epstein. So it was Trump, Epstein, and 28 women. Yeah. Really changes Too things. hot, guys. Went from awesome to uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, the source that leaked this uh, story is George Horanay. I think I said it right. Nailed it, bro. Who said in 1992, when the party took place, he was tasked by Donald Trump to organize the calendar girl party, as they called it. He also claimed when Trump said the only attendee besides the girls, uh, besides him and the girls, would be Epstein, that Horanay was like, whoa, Donald, this is not a good idea. You sure? (laughs) <laughs> it's like don't don't do this and then he went on to say donald uh, i've had to ban epstein from most of your parties due to his sexual behavior guess what the event went on and epstein attended uh years later trump and epstein had a falling out and trump has many times publicly stated that epstein is a bad uh, hombre and that he has become persona non grata at his properties. so he's definitely done yeah. a 180 but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter about the switch now this guy's like the harvey weinstein of the political world and it looks like that acosta is going to be the louis CK. What are the odds oh. that calendar came you know out? You know what I mean? No, no. Yeah, it was a fake calendar. Something came out. Yeah, something came out. Uh, it's important to note that Horani, uh, <laughs> I think I mispronounced Try it again. Horanani, Horane. That's it. Uh, accused Trump of sexually harassing his former girlfriend and business partner, Jill Harth. So he's probably very, very biased to Trump. Uh, also, he had a fail- mm. falling out with him. What but- kind of idiot has their business partner as their girlfriend? That's, yeah, that's just a recipe for disaster. It don't is. work with your spouse. That's that's good advice, Pat. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. My parents were able to do it, but 
I don't think everybody. Now can. I feel awkward because yeah, I just for, remembered that. Except, your, your parents nailed it. Except for your but parents. Everyone will. else. <laughs> except for your parents. Will. The flip side to him being biased because Jill Harth and him accused Trump of uh, sexually har- harassing Jill Harth is that Jill ha- Harth accused Donald Trump of sexually harassing her. Ah. So that's the flip side of that. Uh, this story is going to probably be like my Heath Ledger Joker role moment. I'm getting way too into it. I'm getting like method acting into it. Uh, some problems with it are I was raised right. I'm happily married, and I've watched every single episode of Law & Order SVU probably five times, so it's a recipe of uh, nightmare for me, just covering this Epstein story. But I'll continue to do it, and let's take it to the internet. Well, where Mark... Thanks for, thank you for your yeah, service, no problem. Mark. I'm just going to you know, either uh, have a really bad time or start fucking 14-year-olds. We'll see. Uh, one, of, one of the two. What? <laughs> Hope, gonna... Hoping for the first? I don't know. Neither are great. Uh, Margie Connell Marinari says the internet... And she says this perfectly. Let me, let me get serious for a moment. This is basically the only thing you need to know about this story. Margie Connell says all involved, Democrat or Republican, need to go. And that's, that's a fact. Yeah, it's go. truth. Get out of here. Go where, though? Margie, Margie said go it all. Go to hell. Go to jail. Just get out. Just yeah. get out. Just get out. Get out of here. Y'all need- Bring your broom because it's Y'all a mess. Get out. All right. All right, let's take it over to the news buffet. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by any sponsor who would buy that name. And shout out to Dan Austin on Twitter who suggested the name. If we sell this puppy, we will uh, wet the beef. Yeah, free t-shirt, Dan. I think we're going straight to Golden Corral for our first sponsor on this one. Goco, baby. I was thinking Sizzler. Sizzler's still a thing. Yeah, Applebee's, baby. I don't think Sizzler's still around. I know Goco's still, still kicking. I don't know. There's uh, lots of food companies are going to want to be a part of the news buffet. Trust and we're me. fat. It's, yeah, like, it's true. <laughs> synergy. Bizergy. It's such <laughs> such synergy. All right. Uh, first up, fucking finally, immigration arrests are on the decline in June. Border Patrol arrested roughly ninety five thousand migrants in June coming over the Mexican border, uh, according to figures released Wednesday by the Customs and Border Protection. That's down from nearly one hundred thirty three thousand in May, which was the highest total since two thousand and six. So it's a good news, right? A big drop. Uh, it's probably some help from the Mexican army or the Mexican government who's aiding with stopping some folks on their side. But it's also nine out of ten times in the last ten years that there's been a drop from May to June because guess what? Kind of hard to hike a desert in the sun. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? it's, it's probably nine out of ten times is the heat. Yeah. I think we should check that fact. I don't know. No, I, that's I, well, I read it. CNN got it wrong. If, uh, if you know, I whatever. can't stand so, an hour uh, in this garage in the summer. I literally summer. have a sweat rag right now yeah. as we're taping this goddamn podcast. Right. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to be hiking a desert either. Anyways, the detention centers are still a mess and it's going to take the legal system a billion years to clear the backlog of asylum and immigration cases. So that hasn't changed. Don't worry. That's still the exact. It's like the our same. second national debt. So. We just have a bunch of immigrants at the border. It's our yeah. North Star. It's always in the yeah, same place. Yeah. We're just always going to be indebted to our judicial system because we'll never be able to pay them back for all the cases we have to That's handle. Right. All right. Next up, hurricane season is back and Louisiana is in the crosshairs again. Poor Louisiana. Uh, the first storm surge of the of the summer already trounced New Orleans with eight inches of water in two hours on Wednesday morning. And with how hot it is, they're supposed to get a shitload more rain along with everyone else up and down the Mississippi River as the storm moves slowly north. Uh, so between earthquakes, hurricanes and tornadoes, our plan to move to Detroit 
to preempt climate change is looking better and better. I told you not to bring that up. Yeah, we yeah, stop spilling our secrets. Detroit's the worst place oh, wait, to we go. We got to keep that. Sorry, yeah. forget we said. Yeah. That. There's terrible strip clubs like the Pleasure Chest in Detroit. The Pleasure Chest. <laughs> you don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's bad. You don't. I mean. The hurricane season is probably going to be long and hard. When we were in college at at LSU, they 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 literally in the in the freshman geology class, they were like, "We give New Orleans five years till it's gone," and that was about fifteen years ago. Well, they talked about this, yeah, the rising sea level a whole lot because you know we're you're at zero to negative in a lot of places. They've said the same things about Key West, but we're definitely going to have some more sad hurricane stories the next couple months. Hope not, but yeah. Hot and uh, rainy, so it's going to be a long summer. All right, finally, Megan Rapino, captain of the utterly dominant U.S. women's national soccer team, got her chance to speak finally at the Victory Ticker Tape Parade in New York on Wednesday. And uh, this is what she said, quote, This is my charge to everyone. We have to be better. We have to love more, hate less. We've got to listen more and talk less. We've got to know that this is everybody's responsibility. And I don't really care, and unquote, I don't really care <laughs> about the politics around it. Um, I like that part of the speech. And it reminds me of two other great American orators who I admire very much, Bill Preston and Ted Logan of San Dimas, California, who once said, quote, be excellent to each other and party on dudes, unquote. And that's what we want you to do today as you go out there and have a great fucking Thursday. Drag, but he was, we have been given